to Traveler's Tales. Food. I guess. I like for sure. Indeed. All right. We should all do the. We should. Okay. Wait. On the last episode, we should all do the intro. Maybe yeah. And the outro together. So, in case you weren't here for our last episode, the party just woke up on Ebnaron's island after getting back from their long trek from the Frostfire. They found that Talit, the the brazier-stealing knoll, had left them, um, which was probably a good thing, and they went off to Cobalt Castle to catch up with their previous... uh, what they left behind, basically. They found that a giant was attacking Cobalt Castle, and they fought it pretty easily, but the last blow was dealt by a stranger with an axe who turned out to be none other than Sagor himself. He stole all the XP. Re- yeah. <laughs> Returned from his long journey. Um, if you hadn't already listened to the Sagor one shot, please do that. If you want to know where Sagor was and what happened. <clears throat> Sagor, everyone rejoiced with Sagor's return. They caught up with the other kobolds, and then they went to the Knights Reborn to talk about the crystals that they wanted to, you know, they they had gone on the whole journey of the Frostfire in intention of uh, filling these dark crystals with light. They had frozen them to make them inert, as you know, but Bradshire, as it turned out, had lied to them. What a fraud. He was too scared For in real. the end to have really... He was too scared to actually have made a plan for what they were going to do. He just wanted the party to leave him alone. Hopefully, he thought they would lose the crystals and maybe never return from the frost fire. Um, he felt ashamed and upset that he had betrayed them and lied to them. And admittedly, it was very well placed. They had gone on a three-episode-long, month-long journey, and it had all been for nothing. So Bradshire left, choosing to resign from the Knights Reborn, and the party just kind of took a moment to... Would you stop doing things while I'm doing the intro, please? Just put things down and focus. They, the party kind of bid their last sore, sour farewell to Bradshire, and they decided that they were not going to associate with him anymore. Perhaps the Knights would still help them, but Bradshire, in general, would just not be their ally any longer. <clears throat> but, unfortunately, their adventures were not done, because earlier they had gotten a note by Aaron Archimedes, a name they had heard before, um, to visit a business meeting in a town of Wilburg, um, and meet with, supposedly, uh, Archimedes, just to discuss certain matters that were kept ambiguous. The party discussed this, they were kind of nervous, but ultimately they decided to go to this meeting. So, after buying some important fancy clothing and standing on the outskirts of Wilburg in sort of a drizzling rain, dark skies, waiting to be picked up, that's where we enter the session. While we're a bunch of hookers on the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what you look like. <laughs> Anyways, so you stand here it's in the drizzling rain. You're a little uncomfortable, 
But then you see a carriage approaching the outside gate of Wilburger. Um, it will be led by two guards dressed in sort of half armor as well as ornate clothing. Um, the carriage looks to be a closed roof uh, carriage. And they ride up to you on horses and they dismount and they look at all of you and they say, you are the resistance, yes? Yes. Yes. Perhaps. How do I look? You are here to meet Archimedes. That is correct. Um, they each pull out two sort of black leather, excuse me, leather bags, and they say, you are required to wear this blindfold while you are brought to the meeting room. Well, <gasps> how long is the ride? You don't know. You haven't agreed yet. How long the ride is. How about no? And we just come along with y'all anyways. You are required to wear the blindfolds while you are ushered into the hall. Once you are meeting with them, you may take the blindfolds. I cast Gaius and say, we're not required <laughs> to wear the blindfolds. <laughs> I uh, ask, can I have ten minutes? The boss will be displeased at your delay. We'll allow you five minutes to prepare if you need it. Then you will come with us, put on the blindfolds, and follow our directions. Are you Is that understood? Understood. You will not leave this spot. Okay, I get in the carriage and start uh, doing my animal sight to take over the horse. Ooh. Ooh. You don't take oh. it over, but you can see. I see through the horse. <clears throat> um, okay. okay. I guess, yeah, you can start sort of doing that ritual. The, um, stop stacking dice, man. Sorry. <laughs> um, the, uh, the guards won't think much of it other than you just kind of, like, murmuring to yourself. Um, but I, I will say yes, you can see through the eyes of one of the horses. Perfect. Um, boy, fake. Five minutes pass. Uh, wait, okay. I wait, cast Augury. Augury? Yes. Um, okay. I knew I should have gotten that arcane eye spell. What exactly I was like, hmm. the... That sounds useful in a very specific situation. I'm making sure I know what happens with Audrey. It's it's an eye that can go any distance from me. Like, it has an infinite distance it can go. And I can see through it. And it has one inch small spaces, and it's completely invisible. There's even a win for an otherworldly entity about the results of a specific course of action you plan to take in the next 30 minutes. You get wheel and woe. Okay, what's the those are? Wheel and woe is good and bad. Okay. I think that's typically what you get. Well, tell 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 us what you got. What happened? What did it say? It's good and bad. Well, that's better than bad. Good news. We're we're not gonna die in bad news. We are gonna die. I guess that's what it's telling us. <laughs> good news. You won't die. Bad news. Actually, you will die. <laughs> All right. Well. But I lived. <laughs> All right. You will not be confiscating our items, correct? No. And, um, All right. and just, uh, I don't think that the uh, blindfold is necessary. You will wear the blindfold. As I, I you, you will wear she the blindfold. She is blind! She will wear the blindfold. <laughs> you know how unnecessary that is. She put, he, he, he like, she like puts earplugs in and <laughs> He shoves it in your face. I, uh, <laughs> she she doesn't see it. Where's <laughs> the opening? You sense it, okay, whatever. Okay, uh, it's... It seems like uh, Black Steel Legion has uh, gotten a bit dimmer since I left. 
Um, <clears throat> all right, so you all get into the carriage. Someone should slave trade is pretty terrible by itself. The three of you are blind. However, Sigor, you do see through the horse's eyes. Um, so you turn around and you walk, you go down the street for about six minutes before you turn to the right into um, what appears to be another smaller street. The carriage is then uh, docked. This street doesn't seem to be very popular, but you're in front of what appears to be a library. Um, not as big as the, uh, the archives. Um, actually, you wouldn't know what the archives are, but it's not a huge library. It's a normal library. It's got some pillars on it. It looks kind of like... Is it the size of a bar? It's bigger than a bar. <laughs> Bigger than a bar, bar guys. It's big. <laughs> <laughs> it's big. Um, some ornate, uh, large. Some or ornate sculptures are on the outside, um, and then the horse just stops. And you know, obviously, the riders come around and they get the horse onto a post. And you say or feel yourself being jostled. And you feel like you're being taken out of the the thing. So do you do you end it or do you keep yeah, looking? I end it and go. Okay. So you just. You just stay a horse. <laughs> <laughs> You're just looking around like, hmm, nice weather out here. And you're all sick, it's like, ah! Cutting things down. Um, but you guys are, um, again, you don't see anything, of course, but you're escorted up a set of stairs, then to the left, you sense you can, you're walking on carpet. Um, you hear. Well, okay, actually, so with this, I should ask, I like, this is literally no different from how I, how I normally see it. Right, before. yeah. Um, you sense that you walk into a place with people. Mm. Again, only text notices this. The rest of you guys don't. You walk into a place with people. Um, you hear some whisper. You have keen hearing, unlike... Um, keen hearing, your perception is different. She has very keen hearing because she's blind, so you notice a lot more things via hearing. You have keen hearing, you you hear a couple of whispers say, Make sure the behind And then... Um, you uh, you hear like a like a big iron wheel turning. <clears throat> um, your the doors open, it squeaks open. You are led through a curtain. Um, Great, you're not present. You hear a voice say behind you. When you hear the door close, take off the blindfold and go through the door. And then you just sit there until it <clears throat> locks behind you. Take off blindfold. Take off blindfold. Take off blindfold. All right. Yeah. No, I'm gonna keep my blindfold on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see what's going on. This is a dark room. <laughs> there are two locks. Uh, one we just entered. One in the front door, I believe. Um, well, I um, wouldn't say that's the front door because we did go up a set of stairs before. I mean, we all heard. You noticed that you went inside because before it was drizzling. It actually had started escalating to kind of like full on raining, and then you went inside, the rain stopped. And then we heard the doors. Then you were, um, you heard voices. Mm -hmm. We stopped. Then you turned to the left. Book, please. You know what? I'm not liking the looks right. of this. I'm well, going we're obviously... to teleport us all away. Well, <laughs> well wait, wait, wait. Sabor, what did you see? Street for time, enter, big place. What kind of? What kind of? Yeah. Large. Pretty. Did, what, what did they have in it? Book. Books. Okay. Okay. So, so it's a library. library. Presumably a library. Um. All right. So, <clears throat> well, you take off the blindfold, and you see you're kind of standing in a very 
simple sort of dark tiled room. You know those um, places in bathrooms where you go in and there's a little room, and then you go into the bathroom. There's a little room before the bathroom, and there's like a oh, like in apartments. Yeah. Or uh, um, like hotels where they have like the sink, <laughs> and then. There's yeah, just like, there's a sink outside the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. This is kind of like the room you're in. It's just a small sort of room, and you're looking in front of two very large mahogany doors. Hmm. Okay, like are they with, with golden? Yeah, they're double doors. Okay. And they have golden. They look super fancy. Um, very well carved, ornate. Um, cast shatter. Someone cast shatter on these doors. Ruin the or the ornate. Ah, I kick it. I cast shatter. I cast shatter with my foot. <laughs> Just destroy, just pulverize this door right in front of us. Alright, do you guys enter the room? I kick the door. We kick the door. You kick the door open, okay. We um, show no mercy. You, you don't it's unlocked. Oh, I kick it. We kick it! Well, I kick it. <laughs> okay, how hard do you want to kick it? All the hard. That's I'm helping you. Stats, check, check. It's a 27. But you, you don't kick it hard. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you hear some they woods. Fly after yeah, no, they boom! They, they don't fly off their hinges, but they fly open. I make sure they fly off their hinges. And what? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I do my help action? Because that's something I can do. Alright, yeah. So, what you guys see is a large room. This definitely looks like a room that belongs to a nobleman. It's a room that's maybe about, it's square, it's maybe about 25 feet in width and length. Um, it's sort of darkly lit. The walls are made of mahogany wood with very different sorts of carvings and art on them. There are different paintings on the left side that depict different people. Um, the labels are a little too far away and too small for you to read. Mm, I do like Einstein. Um, <laughs> Above the, on the ceiling, there are some chandeliers, not lit, they're just decorative. Um, <clears throat> to the right, there are three glass windows, which you can gently hear the rain pattering off of. The floor has beautiful carpet, really detailed, ornate carpet that's sort of like red and gold. Um, and the only real source of light in this room is a very large, um, fireplace that is positioned on the far back end of the room. It's really big, much bigger than your average fireplace. Um, this is definitely a room that looks like it belongs to a nobleman. In the middle of the room, you see there is a table with some food at it um, and a couple of name cards at each. There's um, <clears throat> It's uh, about 15 feet long. There's a chair on each end and three chairs on the side. Um, in front of the fireplace, you see standing three people that you recognize. One is a young, human-looking, rogue sort of person wearing leather armor. He's kind of tossing a dagger in his hand. He's sitting on a box and is looking at you. One is a human female who looks to be, um, has a bow on her back and some studded leather armor. She has a hawk's glove in one hand with which a hawk is sitting. Um, she's also kind of just looking at you, kind of tending to the hawk a bit. And the last human is, the last person is the unmistakable figure of a Goliath. Huge in stature, very wide shoulders, tattoos covering the entire torso, bald head with metal a little over it. On his left hand, you remember there was a ballista last time. This time you see there was a large axe blade that is sort of just attached to the sort of metal half gauntlet that he's wearing. And 
uh, in his right hand, he's kind of balancing what appears to be a large black cannon um, that's just um, in his hand, standing on the floor. Um, and both the rogue and the ranger, Styx and Durva, you remember except for Sigmor, you've not met these people, but the others we have, they're kind of just looking at you with um, suspicious glances. They seem a little nervous, but not like, not not really showing it. <clears throat> the Goliath. Don't quite distinguish. The the Goliath, however, is staring daggers at all of you, especially directed at Tex. He is like boring a hole through your skull with his gaze. He's clenching his jaw. You see, it's like a mad dog on a, on a leash. And at the far end of the table, standing just in front of these three, you see a young tiefling human with white hair, purple skin, um, curved horns like a ram. He's wearing ornate blue and red clothing, um, basically like Shakespearean clothing. He's just got like the, uh, the collar and the puffs all over. Um, and he kind of is standing, and he spreads his arms. Ah, <sighs> so glad you could make it. My name is Aaron Archimedes. Welcome to the uh, my personal uh, dining chambers for the Black Steel Legion. I have called you here because I have a business, entirely business deal, to make with you. And I have prepared dinner so that you are not just standing around and feel unwelcome. I understand that I've had some uh, relations with a couple of you over my past, but for the purposes of this meeting, I would like to put our grievances aside and just talk for a bit. So, um, please, all of you, uh, sit down. Uh, we have, I know, Lysitorium. Uh, Paladinian friend. Sagor, our large friend here. Gruldriak, the sailor cleric. And. Well. Now, what do we do here? Do they know who you really are? You have no right to call me by my name. Is that true? What would you prefer I call you then? Victor. That's what I go by now. Victor it is. Please have a seat at your respective places. I've marked them all for you. Um, See, so you each have a seat. Um, at each of your places, Tex, your place has a very, very nice, well-done looking steak um, with some mashed potatoes and peas on the side. Here in the sizzle. Sagor. Sagor, just your, a side salad. Yeah. Well, they all have a side salad. Um, no, Sagor, like that's the only thing I have. Oh, just a salad. That'd be kind of mean. Sagor, um, you appear to have a large plate that's filled with like a bunch of hors d'oeuvres on little toothpicks. Um, finger food, basically. You took a plate full of finger food. <laughs> just eat the toothpicks. <laughs> yeah, it's just like um, some some meat with like a little bit of bacon wrapped around it. Looks very tasty. Gruldrak, you have what appears to be two slices of very well cooked salmon and um, some garnish on the side, as well as a little lemon that you can use to. Jokes on him. I'm allergic to salmon. <laughs> 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 I'm just joking. <clears throat> 
Yeah. And uh, Victor, you have what appears to be a small cut of filet mignon with the side of asparagus. All of you have a side salad. Victor, Gruljack, and Taxi each have a goblet of wine. Sagor, you appear to have been given what seems to be an early form of a sippy cup. Apple juice. <laughs> um, you, you, you can smell it. There's mead inside of it. Um, but, like, it's unspillable. Um, and again, yeah. And I should, I should mention, Sagor's plate is like three times the size of everyone else's. It is a huge plate of these hors d'oeuvres. Give him some wine! <laughs> give him the largest gauntlet. If it's three times ever played, give him well, the no, three like times the, 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 the goblet, or the. The, the sippy cup goblet. is still like. <laughs> it is three times larger. Yeah, it's, it's a big cup. Any, any normal person would have to use two hands to grab it. Well, um, right. why don't we eat first? And you see, he as well, actually, he just has um, what appears to be a large salad. <clears throat> in front of him. It looks like a really nice Caesar salad. There's some croutons on it, some cheese, tomatoes, some nice, um, what appear to be some vinaigrette. Well, um, let's just eat a little bit first so we aren't all uh, trying to talk I chug the mead. Let's all eat um, so we're not trying to talk over the sound of our growling stomachs and um, then we can uh, speak a little bit. So, we I seem to have lost my appetite. He sits down and um, I eat okay. Victor's food. Too. Well, <laughs> so I pick up uh, fish. So I shove it into my gut. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, you, you guys, fish is brain food. Yeah, I shove it in my brain. <laughs> you, you guys eat. Okay, so, uh, um, the dwarves are uh, resistant to poison, correct? They are. All right. I am too. I, I am going to. I have no fear. Like, you what? are, yeah. I have no fear. Yeah, okay. Yeah, before I eat... <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, actually, as, as he sits down, um, yeah, you guys are hesitant to eat. Yeah, so I, I uh, like, we've talked about this before, where we... I go right ahead. Little, just eat. Where we have little hand signals. Yeah. To sort of, like, communicate with stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm just like, is it safe? I, I assure you, my friends, if I wanted you dead, I would. The food is not poisoned. It has been made by some very, very nice chefs down at the kitchen in this establishment. I promise, I swear it, on my name and life, the food is just food. And yet, I still have no appetite. You're not gonna eat that. Well, you did have to stand across the first time. You're not gonna so like this. I don't think it's like a time to eat you regardless. Well, please eat. The food has been made specifically for the four of you. So you eat, and the food is very good for those of you who do eat. It tastes very nice. It's well made. Um, you actually enjoy the food, which is definitely contrary to how you feel. You're I like, like my rock fen soup better. You're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, um, like you're eating the food. I'm like this is really good food, but I don't want to be thinking about this from this guy. Uh, but still, I don't think Sayor actually understands what's going on. Yeah, no, he just needs. <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So I say, you guys don't finish your entire meals, but you get through probably about three quarters of your meal. Um, yeah, no, Sigurd definitely. Okay, Sigurd definitely finished. Those of you who but are- But he got the signal of all clear. Those of you who are eating politely, um, you get through about three quarters of your food, and uh, Archimedes has finished his salad. Archimedes! Nine! Uh, all right. Um, now, I believe, uh, unless you'd like to finish your uh, plates, we have time to talk. Oh my god. He didn't kiss one. 
So, I would like to uh, just have a discussion. And please try not to be distracted by these three. They are here to learn. Kind of like gives them a side glance. Pull out my pipe. They will not hurt you unless you hurt us first. I am just here for diplomatic reasons. I'm a businessman. May I ask a question? Of course. What exactly are they here to learn? How could I put this? They're here to learn that if they jump ahead of me before speaking, learning of my intentions again, they will no longer be here to learn. But, again, I... We, How we, we need to discuss this. I, Aaron Archimedes, as the central executive officer of the Black Steel Legion and corporate dedicated businessman, would like to formally apologize to all four of you. Fucking brother, Jesus Christ. I don't, I don't be quiet, man. <laughs> I don't try, this is really important right now. I don't, that the camera can hear him. It, yeah. I think it can. I, I've heard it, him on the camera before. If you can hear me. <laughs> all right. I have been a bit brash in my matters of handling um, you. Now, admittedly, you have done a lot of things that have thrown a wrench into our business. You uh, freed our, uh, our assets from the mining base with your uh, Ferbolg friend. You interfered with the shipment of Kaya, the young child, and you murdered an entire squadron of mine, including Greenstone. I didn't like her much anyway, so I'm going to let that pass a little bit. But no. I definitely was no. unhappy about yes. all these things, and I did I feel very angry. I did feel very angry. But I'm willing to let these things pass because I am a businessman. I do not want conflict in my business. It's not good for my reputation, nor is it good for my overall operating system. Hmm. Uh, what would people say about your reputation if they know what you used to do? No one knows what I used to do. But that's besides the point. What I'm saying here, and what I propose to you, is a formal apology. And um, as he snaps, you see uh, the doors open, and two um, two servants, each wearing identical clothing to Archimedes, walk out with these chests, um, sort of about the size of a, a loaf of bread. And they open them up, and you see silver coins inside them. I made a mistake. I acted in anger and inefficiency. And I was trying to handle the problem in a way that was very brutish and uncivilized and that would only create more problems. So, what I ask of you is very simple. All I want is for you four, and whoever may be associated with you, to leave the Black Steel Legion alone. That's it. Nothing more. To simply walk away from the situation, I ask that you 
not interact with members of the Black Steel Legion, not get in the way of our business, not free our people, and in exchange, we will not harm you. You will never hear from us again, so long as we just keep our distance on each side of the globe. I offer this proposition as well as my formal, rightful apology, and enclosed in each of these chests is a thousand platinum, just to put a little padding on things. I know it's probably not that much, but it's the least I can do to essentially say what I've done is not civilized. What I've done is very much a problem maker instead of a problem solver. I'm an advocate for diplomacy instead of violence. So, what do you say right. to that? Um, well, while he's talking, since I didn't, I didn't want to like, uh, talk over you, yeah. um, text signals to the, the rest of the team. You think we could get uh, one of their bases? For uh, the payment? I mean, yes, that is that is other solution. Um, yes. <laughs> but I don't like. They seem to. Have I mean, what they're problems. doing is is no, pure on is just I, yes, not moral. There, For once, I agree with Gruldria. There's literally, literally nothing that is stopping us from I, I, getting things. We can't really communicate. <laughs> I was going to say you can't communicate all of this unless yeah. you were to say it out loud. I, what do you mean? Sagor is a master of the finger flailing. All right. <laughs> yeah, Sagor can't understand. What, what do you think? <laughs> Honestly, I do not want more conflict. I think it's it creates more problems for both of us. As much as a very wonderful offer you've given us, I'm, I personally am going to stick with my morality here. I don't take bribes from cutthroats. Why do you need to change your morale here? You don't need to change your morale, you just need we to... We don't turn our blind eye to slavery. We're the resistance. We resist. You are what needs to be resisted. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, John. Well, well said, well said. All right. You're making me cry. <laughs> You have a dark influence over this land already. Obviously, your operations take place almost completely in the dark, which in and of itself is a show of how wrong your business is. If it was a fine, fair business, then you would allow it to be fully public. Um, the servants close the chests and walk out of the doors. The, um, so the, 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 I text holds up a hand mm-hmm. before they leave. And since I know that you are a, um, uh, one, uh, since you are a businessman, uh, and one who has been doing this for quite a while, I imagine that even though we do not or even though we may not accept your offer, what happens if we decline? You continue to get in the way of our business, is what you're saying. 
I mean, yes, in the long run. You don't have to accept the money. All I'm but proposing you, is that you just. But you and now, what happens? You have three very skilled individuals. I imagine that you are quite skilled yourself. I don't see this working out for us. I'm much more better equipped to deal with you now than I was before. Is that really what you think? I do believe so. <laughs> Please take the gold away. And the servants exit the room. You don't have to accept the gold. And in fact, based on how you're acting, I assume you will not. But let me just... Uh, speak a moment about what you think. We live in a world. We live in a society. <laughs> God damn it. I knew it! I knew it! I knew someone was gonna say it. I didn't want to be the one to say it, but I knew it. I was gonna say it if no one else did. I'm gonna kill you all. 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 I'm gonna really destroy everything. Alright. Alright. Come on. Boom! Full immersion. Alright. Back in. We live in a world where. The weak and the strong are often found on equal footing. And I know you want to interrupt, but please just let me speak for a moment. What do you think happens in nature when, say, a lion cub is too small to be kept with its siblings? It's simple. The lion cub is killed. The mother leaves it, or if she is merciful, she kills it knowing that it will not survive in the harsh world of nature. And that is truly how the rest of the world functions. We are a, living in a planet where the strongest animals, the strongest plants, the strongest organisms fight for their survival. Those who are the strongest stay on top. Many people think that orcs are brutish and dumb for their own form of uh, society living, but I think, and many of us at this establishment think, that it is not too much of a problem that the orcs simply want to be at the top of the food chain. We, as humanoids, call ourselves civilized. And yet, we allow those who are weak in society to live in the same environment, share the same benefits, and hold the same powers, in many cases, as those who are stronger. Many of you, I'm sure, would say, anyone could put on my armor, or use my book and do the same thing. But I don't think you understand where you've come from. None of you understand poverty, necessarily. All of you have had to go through your share of hard times, I'm sure, but at the same time, you have more money and more power than 95 to 97% of the entire world population. You should be on top, and mostly you are. Those who fall into slavery are that way because they are not as strong as those who employ them. And by no means do I think one should stay in slavery for their entire life. My slaves are paid, they are allowed to buy themselves freedom. Styx, behind me, was once a slave some ten years ago. He worked. He bought his own freedom. 
and now he's one of my best assassins to date. So I ask you, what makes you think you want to be so weak, so uncivilized, as to allow those less powerful than you the same privileges? It truly confuses me as to why so many people dislike slavery, abuse of slavery, slavery where those stay that way forever, slavery where those are killed. That I do not entirely condone, but slavery where if one works very hard, stays in the business for a long time, and gains enough wealth, can rank up, so to speak. I find no reason to think that is not different in nature. I think we are rather uncivilized to say that we must keep ourselves on equal footing no matter the status of the person. That is nothing like how nature works. We humans are the only ones in nature who do that. So why do you feel so opposed? I am quite flabbergasted that someone of your such stature as a businessman could say such things. Being civilized doesn't mean we are supposed to be on top of those who are called uncivilized. Being civilized stands for pulling those, helping those around us to bring them to where we are, to bring those of those of the weak to those of the strong, to be with us, to be along with us, to build a stronger world. Doing the way you're doing is more or less a corrupt system built for whomever is born in just the right state. Those who are brought to slavery, they don't have the choice to be there. They're taken from their homes, from where they were being helped by those who were civilized, and now were deemed uncivilized by whoever took them. It makes no sense. Those furbolds we saved, we saved from, because of morality. They were civilized people, tribesmen, people who traded with other towns until they were taken by a business? A businessman who calls, who deems himself oh so civilized. There's just something not right. I can't. I have not been this way all my life, you know. Then why did you choose to turn? Why? I was always this way. Ever since then, I was a what? You just contradicted yourself. Your logic is flawed. <laughs> <laughs> you you just did. You, you have never been this way your entire life. You didn't life. let me finish. But I you had this. I. <laughs> Stop! Are <laughs> you always like this? I cannot argue against a man who, one, would contradict himself such, in such a way to call himself always so civilized from doing such a brutish activity as slavery, and then considering himself equal to orcs. I myself am very fond of orc technology, as I find their improvements of such amazing things have been used all throughout our world. Would you like to give us an example? Crossbows. Okay, cool. Gruljack, listen to me. <laughs> you didn't let me finish. There are also the pre-alleged <laughs> <laughs> to ballista, which are a wonderful defense. Please be quiet, Gruljack. Very namely the trash. This is a business meeting. I did not mean that I have been in this status all my life. I was born a poor boy. My father was a terrible man. He would hit me and my mother and my siblings all the time. 
but I gained his respect when I earned this position. I have worked most of my life to be in this high position. I was not always. I was once working for people in this position. I was once working for people working for people in this position. I made my way up in the system. I you made your own prison. I earned my position. Have you earned yours? How much work have you done? A lot. More than Slaughtering. You. Slaughtering innocent people isn't work. And I'm going to be frank. You should ask. Skruldriak doesn't speak for all of us. I don't care about the morality. I'll be frank. I don't care. I don't care if you're taking slaves. That's not my business. I just hate you. <laughs> I can't well, believe you I smelled you and I just hated you off this side. You do realize you fall into the same category I am describing. All those years ago, the weak one could not save his family, while the strong prevailed and took the weak one into a place where he could rule. Well, now it's time for the strong one to tell you who's stronger. It's me. <laughs> I'm the strong one. I think you all... You think you're a villain. You're lacking one thing. Guys. Performance! <laughs> Listen. I think there are a lot of things you don't know about each other. You've tried to... You've saved a lot of people, that's true, but... Think about all the lives you've let slip through your fingers. All the innocent people you've hurt over the years. Text Couldn't have the same go to you, but you purposely hurt them, don't you? And you're overlooking all of it. I'm simply allowing those who are not in a position of mind to work their way up. The weak are wheedled out by the strong. Again, this is how it works in nature. The strong survive to breed more strong, and the weak fall into disuse. Could I interject? Ah uh, yes, our resident deserter. I'm so glad to have that. That is as... At least she's moral. As, as interesting as that viewpoint is, um, it is not entirely accurate. Um, so, you know, there are many parts of an ecosystem, um, and though some have the position of, uh, as you would deem as important, they are absolutely important for the entire structure of the If you didn't have uh, vegetarian, well, not Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is all in order to defend vegetarians. <laughs> yeah. You guys just cannot speak tonight. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Apparently not. Uh, fine. I've had some like good starts, and then I just fall down. It's turned into megamorphs. Yeah. Guys, focus on what Texas is. What animals just eat? Carnivores. Herbivores. Herbivores. That's what it is. Thank you. My god. No, they're vegetarians though, so you're right. Come on. Alright. This is supposed to be a very serious moment. Yeah, alright. We can edit this out. Immersion! 
<laughs> Stop! <laughs> no! Immersion! Just don't, just try not to laugh. Immersion. Okay? You don't have to inhale every time. I must. <laughs> Shut up. So, you know, I would imagine you know what the hill hole is. Of course. What do you think would happen if they didn't exist? We'd have uh, quite the overgrowth of plants, but I imagine they would still be contained in some way. Carnivores would have nothing to eat. They would simply eat other carnivores. Again, how do you think I got up here? By eating other carnivores. Right, but biologically carnivores can't actually That's not an endless cycle. There's... Eventually they've got to strike each other out and they'll eat themselves to death. The strongest one survives. And And to the ruin of everyone. There must be balance. What ruin is there to have if you're the only one there? That's, that is the ruin. There is no ruin, in my particular point of view, and the situation you're making makes no sense to me, because there are herbivores, there are weak ones, there never will not be weak ones. It's the way of nature. You are all missing my point that the way things are built cannot be changed. You cannot change the system. It will always be this way. You can either ignore it, or become a part of it. You cannot fight back against it. You can only try for so long, and eventually you will just have to give up because it won't change. And that is where you're wrong. I'm gonna teleport him to Cobalt Castle. <laughs> 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 He's just I'm just gonna teleport all, all five of us to Cobalt Castle. Did you do that? Yeah. Word of a call. No. We're sitting at a table. I can see all of us. All of us. We're all within ten feet. Don't do this. You should do this. What level? What level is this spell? Wait, wait. We're I wanted to say. I wanted to say before this that. But but I won't do it right now. It's just yeah. Yeah. If, wait, if all things comes down. To I'm it. going to put a delayed blast fireball under the table so that no one can see it. Make a stealth check. Only if you're wearing the stealthy boots. Right, I'm going to no distract him. <laughs> Like distracted by the table. Wouldn't that be like more of a sleight of hand? That's a nat 20. Doesn't okay. matter. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't, Doesn't matter. Even I didn't see that. Actually, you just craft it and you place it right from the table. So, I think we could discuss this for, uh, in circles, hours and hours on end. But I as, as civilized people, I hope. Well, the civilization that I'm trying to maintain is that we don't have to fight here. All you have to do is walk. Away. You will never hear from me again. I won't have to take anything else from you. I won't have to do anything else to you. You have a world to save anyways. So you can manage your business. I will manage mine. And you never have to see my face again. Sure, let's do that. I want to murder. 30, 31. Everyone else is alright with that? Do you know who I worship? I'm not sure if I'm familiar. It is uh, a small dog. Um, fairly... Uh, Wait, there? They're actually never Not many have heard of them. Is Get out of here. Interesting. Hey, my... We should... Come to the back of the room with me. I, I have something I need to tell you. How about no? Word of recall! No, not. Let me do the fire. Alright, alright. Come to the back of the room. We're gonna talk about your offer. <laughs> um, we want to just. So, so, um, let's go. 
We all said, like, I'm hurrying you guys. Uh, what level did you cast a spell at that level? Um, I casted it at 7. Okay. Look, we need to talk about things. I wanted to, I wanted to go over what would have happened if we went along. Alright, let's go. Well, yeah. okay, why, why don't you just stay? No. Why don't you sit uh, at the table? We all run to the end, and one minute is like way up, but still. Okay. <laughs> for the sake of yeah, gravity. You all, you all get out of your chairs and run to the back, and a minute passes. And, and like, passes. A, a minute had, had passed. It had passed. Nothing happens. I'm okay. sorry, what do you... Now we're here. Why don't you... The food was pretty good, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. We just need to have a moment to ourselves to ensure that this is what we want. Right. It is for both our betterment and for I prefer you sit at the table. I mean, there are no secrets here. Secrecy is not fun. <laughs> now let us talk right. to each other. Very well. I speak. What purposes? I was trying to. I was trying to. He was trying to do something. I was trying to blow the fire. Session and I love yeah. it. They He's, can't dispel my axe. <laughs> he said they can't dispel axe. <laughs> no I sure. prefer you sit at this table while you discuss. This is a meeting after all, not just an observation. I'm gonna puke. <laughs> you just like make yourself throw up? Yes. Why? Okay. You I I <laughs> I, I forcefully make myself throw up without throwing my hands my hand. And right? I'm going to act like the food is poisoned. Make a deception check. Alright. Well, I mean, I... Can I help father? They make a really, really messy mess. For no reason. I'm gonna really over-be dramatic about father. <laughs> no, just... No. Like, this is just... Just make a deception check. Straight deception check. But he's helping. Look, are you trying to make them think the food is poisoned even though they don't know the food is... They know the food is not poisoned. But they well, don't know the chefs that way. Right! So the <laughs> chefs might have poisoned the food. Yep. I'm walking back to my table. <laughs> what did you roll? 19. Okay, uh, you make yourself throw up, and <laughs> it, it looks very, you know, serious. It seems as though, have you poisoned his food? I have I not. Would you please stop acting like children and sit at the table? I still think we can... That was... Overrushed. I'd say that the salmon Look, sounded quite we are, good, good we sir. We are going by... I don't think it was well cooked. We're not going to accept your offer. No. No. You really don't think you want to? I really don't think I want to. You will continue to harass the Black Steel Legion at you as you wish. Think of it as our arrangement. We harass you, you harass us. That's how it works. Well, straightens his jacket. I didn't want it to end this way, but... Don't you so dare do something so uncivilized. <laughs> I want the point out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, 
You are the nastiest you've ever been. <laughs> I have my top hat. I at least thank you for... And a bow tie. Well, I at least thank you for joining me on this meeting. I'm glad we can come to an agreement. Thork, do at least try not to destroy the place. I need you all to roll initiative. How rude. Hello, and welcome to the midroll. The previous midroll bot has been superseded by me, the midroll bot 2. I am far more advanced and capable than the midroll bot, as my predecessor was focused only on entertainment and relaxation. Instead, here at Traveler's Tales we have opted for a more informative and educational midroll. Thus, I shall provide important statistics that you as the listener should know and understand. 1. Traveler's Tales has only 34 subscribers on its YouTube channel and only slightly above 500 views across all of its videos. Conclusively, you should follow them on YouTube. 2. Traveler's Tales has received only an average of 9.3333 views per episode within the last 12 episodes of its release. Conclusively, you should inform your friends and acquaintances of the podcast to draw in more views and make the podcast more openly viewable to the public. 3. Traveler's Tales can be found on over 8 different platforms across the entire internet. Conclusively, you have no excuse not to listen to Traveler's Tales as it is everywhere. With these 3 pieces of conclusive and analytical evidence, Traveler's Tales should reach maximum popularity within minimum time. We hope you have enjoyed the company of the Midroll Bot 2. See you next time. My rolls are on point right now for no reason. For just no reason. What They're really roll? on point. Uh, Hang on, 18. Don't, don't, don't say yet. I've got to organize everything. I got to draw. Problem. So I have a 23. I got a 23. Okay, cool. 23. I'm going, <laughs> Two. I got I'm going first. I got four. Just kidding. Yeah, bro. Two plus two is four, so I have twenty-two. Two. Two plus two is four. Minus one. That's three. Quick math. Quick maths. Everyday man's on the block. Can I start my turn just by yelling "suck my balls" while I'm raging? Sure. Hang on. Let me let me draw things out first. Okay. So everyone, I believe. I'm gonna be Sagor. Has the great. Here's Sagor. Insults. There's Sagor. This Here's room is much smaller than I thought it was. Yeah, that's Victor. a 25. It's a really small Here's. room. I know, yeah, 25 by 25 is actually smaller you than You were going to blow us all up. Yeah, I was going to blow everyone up. I didn't know that. You, he said 25 by 25. You 20-foot radius. Mm. I didn't know that. All right, um, so here will be... It's 25 Thor. by 25. If we all got in the corner, we will be Thor. Thor. Yeah. Um, let's see. This little skelly boy will be Sticks. And this one with the bow will be Durva. He's made of sticks. He's made, yeah, actually, yeah. Out of um, curiosity, did he dispel my magic or like. He did. Okay. You know he didn't. Well, he how didn't? did he know? He beat the net 20. Or he just used like a 7th level dispel magic like a normal person who is a spellcaster would. I mean, dispel magic doesn't say around, it's instantaneous. The captain knows when it's casting a spell to cast it. He knows the spell is there. 
Okay, how did you know the spell was there? That's actually right there. I was stealthy! <laughs> Quantum physics! Are you better now? <laughs> okay, I need a roll for everyone, so please give me a moment. Hey, that 20. This is sci-fi. I hit, I throw, I throw table. Throw table. <laughs> and hit all four of them. I don't trust how he's young. That makes no sense. Yeah. Hey, wait, is he young? He was a young looking tiefling, yes. Oh. Well, okay, well, how, Which how does much not look damage right to you? How yes, much damage I know. He will do. I was going to say, I was going to ask him about that, how he stayed so young for so long. Magic. Heresy. He's part elf. Shiz, he's Necronomicon. 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 Uh, 2120. Right, you got uh, I got 23. 22. I got a 2. My initiative is 2, so is that 22? No. Oh. <laughs> I got What'd you get? I got a 14. I got a 19. That's like the first good one. My initiative is a plus 3, so does it mean I got 319? <laughs> <laughs> you got a 4, Boojack? Yes. Okay. No. Mr. I got 319. Mr. Wolf. Um. Hold on, hold on. We can't look. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. no. Just give me like one. It's just gonna be like five minutes to put on my armor. <laughs> Let's take out the brute first. Okay. So first up is indeed Victor. Uh, Archimedes, yeah, is standing right here. Everyone else behind him is kind of getting ready. You see Archimedes. Thorky takes that like big cannon that he has, which is about like six feet long. You like. <clears throat> like hooks his axe around like this handle on it and holds his hand on like a clenched thing on the other and like points it at you. Uh, Durva draws her bow and sticks kind of like catches the dagger and gets it ready. You know how right. dangerous that is. Yeah. Which bit? He's gonna blow off his it. arm. Oh, no. Uh, um. Let's attack the brute first. That's. I'm just gonna say that really quick. All right. And then I'm gonna cast a little spelly spell here. You could cast do, um, Fireball! I'm gonna cast... Yes, cast you know, Fireball and this thing quote through. Ah, uh, yes, cast, genius. I'm gonna cast Steel Wind Strike. Far enough away. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess so, if you proper, uh, position it properly. Careful. You might blow the room back. Okay, that's off. We're gonna... Steel Wind Strike? Yep. Okay, so make an attack roll against all Lift the roof. If you know what I mean. He's gonna do anime move. Yeah, no, he pulls up the... Yeah, so... That's, um... He cast it dead. You know, 60-10. Okay. But, um... Okay. I'll attack... Sagor, you will be up soon. I'll attack... Oh, next, Bjork. I'll attack Bjork. Bjork. Okay. Um, that's Thor? 16 Bjork. plus... Uh, 26. That is. Alright, then I'll attack Archimedes. Uh, 20... Er, 28. Yeah, it is. Um, and then I'll attack... Uh, the, the, the sticks. Uh, Natural 20. 20. Ooh, yeah, that, that definitely is. And then I'll attack whoever's last. Uh, Durba. Durba. Yeah. Did you With a nat oh, that one. Alright. So that does miss. Okay, well, roll damage for all of them. Uh, uh, that, how many D10s? First, I'm gonna. Uh, it's 60 10. Well, there's four. Um, four, five, six. Alright. So this, I'm gonna roll for Bjork first. <laughs> you can just roll the same for all of them to save time. Okay. We don't have any right. time to. Um, well, that's a pretty good roll. The, yeah. So did you is move? Is that a nine or? That's a. Nine. That's a six. Oh, that's a six. Um, so that's ten. Uh, these are. That's a lot of nines. Ten. Nine. Nine. Twenty. Twenty-nine. Fifteen. This is twenty-seven. 
That's 30. 27 plus 15 is, is 42. 42. 42. So that means six takes 84 damage. <laughs> um, you kill him. <laughs> Seriously? He had 80 health! <laughs> no Oh my god! Yeah, oh my god! I'm gonna appear next to his dead body in that case. Oh my, yeah, you literally, yeah, literally, you, okay. And Archimedes also, holy cow! I didn't know them anyway, so I feel no more. <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna still in the blue where they really hate us. Alright. They told, hey, you should kill these guys All right. for money. All Me right. too. Okay, so, <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Like, there's no point to do it, even for as much okay, money so as Okay, so let me describe this. First, Victor, you pull out your short sword. You go up to Thork first, and you, like, slash across his chest, and he kind of, out of nowhere, he goes to, like, swat you, but when you disappear, you look at Archimedes, and his eyes kind of follow you. And um, you like stab him right in the shoulder, and he ah, nice. Um, he managed to say He's that to even before nice. he disappeared. And then um, you appear again behind sticks, and you stab it like right through the back of his his back, all the way through his chest up to the hilt. And he just ah, and everyone looks over like, dang. And you just pull it out, and you just stand there because you said you'd appear next to him. So okay. yeah, and his body just falls down to the. You just, I just want to put it because we don't have. I just want to put it out so we don't No, it's too bad. He's now, he's now... I'm the DM, I'm moving it. He, 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 he teleported. He's a carrying train. <laughs> just so he doesn't take up space. He's now actually a scout. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, and I Victor, Victor... Raise the dead bro, on sticks. You guys, you guys see in Victor's eyes, like, this sort of cold anger. You know what a hot anger looks like? Sagor, obviously. You see it burning in his eyes. With Victor, it's like, it's, you know, Hot anger is like a raging fire. A cold anger would be like a blizzard. You see there's just this really deep-set hatred in Victor's eyes that is directed right at the Tiefling Archimedes. Um, and he's holding that blade. He, he had no remorse, just stabbing that guy right through the back. And Archimedes just kind of... Right? Credit for that. Hell yeah, Victor. <laughs> and okay. that, was, that was your uh, prize slave that moved up, right? He's down now. Anyways. See, this is this is the type of heresy you guys are creating. Anyways, it is Archimedes' turn. This is not a political battle. <laughs> <laughs> it's Archimedes' turn. Uh, he will kind of like roll his shoulder and <sighs> fights are my style. He's just waxing. Perhaps we'll see you again sometime. He casts teleport and I cast there. deny. Too bad you don't have that spell. You need to deny. So, do you have counter spell prepared? Oh, oh wait, I do have counter spell prepared. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, what? Wh- um, uh, we can't let him escape. Yeah. This is for a monster. We need to yeah. kill him. Okay. Counterspell. Target the main man himself. What level are you doing that? Anyway, um, ten. Sure, we can deal. Ten level. <laughs> <laughs> You prevent that man from teleporting ever again. <laughs> ever. Ever. <laughs> yeah. Alright. I'm gonna cast it at fourth level. Okay. Um, and that way, every level it is above. If it's above fourth level. Wait, teleport is seventh level. Seventh level. So I need to roll a 13, above a 13. Um, you need to roll at least a 17. So. Yeah, you but need to roll four. at least a 12, or I believe. Because it's what's your fourth bonus? level, 5, 6, 7, 13. Hang right? on, let me, let me, let me check. Um, 
The DC, yeah. So if the casting, if casting is spelled fourth level or higher, um, you're casting at fourth level. It's higher than that. So make a ability check with your spell casting. If you get 17 or higher, um, the spell fails. On if you don't, then the spell will still go through. So go ahead. Okay. That's. Would you? Wait, but why is it? I'm casting it at fourth level. Yeah. But yeah, it, it is casting a spell, so th their teleport spell is higher than yeah. Level. Teleport is second right. level. If so, it's if counter spell is oh, lower. Oh, okay. I thought it was ten plus the spell's level higher than okay. All right, all right, all right. Um, well, this is this is the schnazzy you roll a ten. You roll yeah. a ten, right? So it's a fifty. Yeah. 15. Unfortunately, unfortunately, so yeah, you go to cast counter spell. Um, and like, he kind of stops for a second. Like, he's casting teleport and he stops and you see some of the magic in his hand goes away and he looks at you. Not yet, my friend. Not yet, he bows. And he whisks away. He's gone. what? That's not what he said. No, he said Ilberos. No, yeah, I was... So Arfimedes is out, Styx is out too, I gotta cross him out of the initiative. You didn't hear what he said. I do. Well, actually, oh. I would have heard what he said. Oh. Oh, we could have killed the big man himself. All right, there. Well, it's like that having was... it's like having chance. I mean, it's good to know that if we had teleported him away, he would have still just teleported away. He's out. If right. only I didn't. Sigor, you're up. Yeah. Okay, I kick your table into big man. You kick the table. Um, yeah, make a strength check. <laughs> Literally just stop him from using the cannon ever. <laughs> um, so like, pro do I have advantage on strength checks because I rage? Oh, okay. Um, okay. okay, you have. Yeah, you have to say that. I rage. Okay, then make, yeah, make it with advantage. I need to make sure. <laughs> I know he's gonna come up with like 27. 30? No. 33! Yeah! <laughs> I literally knew it! I literally knew it! I said, you said it, it's gonna be like 20, I'm like, 39! And he was like, 33! 33! So yeah, um, let me erase the table. I was a tableau, you were a tad <laughs> Erase the table. Yeah, I have to move the table. I mean, that would at least I, I stagger it. Well, the, the table flies and it shatters. Yeah, no, what, what I'm going to say is um, uh, roll a d12 and add just your strength modifier, plus rage damage, of course. Please be high. You're counting That's this as high. an improvised weapon attack? Yeah. That's 24. Oh, <laughs> man. This is what we're missing. This is what is happening. He said table. <laughs> yeah, no. So you like Sagor just like grabs the table. No, no, I kicked it. Oh, you kicked? Okay, yeah. You, kicked you just and the table goes flying. It's so at hard. Okay. It goes. Yeah, it goes flying at the. That's so you. hard that you can kind of call it an after that. It's like Mach ten. Just yeah. like. Okay. <laughs> they take most of that thunder damage. Okay, guys, listen. You you kick the table and it flies towards Thor. Can you? Like braces and yeah, it just like like cracks over his body with the force. Um, he's a big guy, so it didn't fall through as much, but that definitely hurt. Okay. Okay, now I run out of here with an axe. <laughs> I would say that was I would say that was your action to kick the table, all your attacks, because it's an improvised weapon and it's literally a table that's like bigger than this. But I have two attacks now. But because yeah, it was so they have to be like with the weapon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, okay, but yeah. why do you do that? I do. I do say. I uh, so go grab the table. And I go slam and grapple it, with it actually, because oh. I can do that as a bonus. Only oh. after hitting with an arm strike, I believe. Or an imp I thought it was improvised weapon. So. Let me check. Um, Bjork will be up next, by the way. So. Uh, Bjork. 
Bjork, Bjork, yeah, Bjork. Bjork. Let me let me check the. Take a seat, and then he fixes the table. <laughs> you just sit down at the table, and then he fixes the table. And you're sitting on a chair, like, oh, okay. Hair's um, a fine yes, kill. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> oh, so I go back one. Okay, just go Bro. ahead. Um, make your athletics check. That's me. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he's a big. He's a big sword. Just here, just let me handle these, okay? You seem to be incompetent with them every time you touch them. Wow, that, that's hurtful. If you no, can but do the impossible, can you do a 29? No. You can't spot you. You're literally almost. You got a 24. Like, super hard to play. <laughs> yeah, no, but he's like him. So yeah, you you are now grappling Thor. Can he? Now he can't use cannon. Um, that's true. Um, let's see. It is his turn. Is he gonna resist my? Half of those are mine on the table. I know. That's why I'm, <laughs> I'm making funnies. I'm making funnies. All right. Um, Thor, can Harry make a wisdom save? Yeah. yeah, wisdom. Pretty good funny. Oh, yeah. yeah, I forgot. Don't to touch the white boys models. <laughs> Eighteen. That fails. What? Grapple. No, he made a wisdom save. Yeah, wisdom save. Oh. Um, Wait, so you get a plus three. <gasps> you're not within ten feet of her though. <sighs> yeah, that would be like right here. That's close enough. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what was, was the eighteen or pass? Were you like Gaius oh, yeah. or something? Okay. So yeah. Um. So Thor looks down at you, and he um. You see kind of like a light. You mean up at him? Thor's ten feet tall. Oh, okay. Ten feet? Yes. How does he feel this room? He's a Goliath. <laughs> um. He looks down at you, and you see kind of like a light swirl in his eyes, and he says, "Get off me." And you feel your body lock up. You are now paralyzed. You've suffered a hold person spell. Are you kidding me? If he's paralyzed while holding that guy, well, actually, yeah. Doesn't that mean he's instantly locked in place? No, that's not how that works. Isn't? But our, he was grappling him, right? Yeah, but that's not how the rules of D&D work. But he's locked up. No, that's not how the rules of D&D work. So he's gonna have to find a way to get out. If no, he's grappling you him just, and you let go him? and you are par- you are unable to Okay. Yeah. Cool. Darn. This is how the rules of D&D work. Don't make me bend the rules. No, I'm just theory. I just no, we just don't know. <laughs> we that's, that's not how the rules. We work. don't know how stun spells affect so grappling. You're yeah. You are incapacitated. It's not like we have every single spell opened up right in front of us for us to look at it. Well, that's not what I was saying. <laughs> you are incapacitated. Um, let's see, you, which means you, uh, can't take actions or reactions. Uh, you have disadvantage on, you already automatically fail strength and dex saves, attack rolls against you at advantage, and any attack that hits you within five feet of you is a critical hit. Well, at least that was his action. That was his action. So, that is his I turn. I didn't know you had, you get to cast spells. Don't worry, I can cast freedom of movement, all will be fine. Honestly, I, in the next campaign, I need to rework Grapple, because Grapple does, like, nothing. You grapple them, and it's like they can't move, and that's it. So I need to rework grappling, but not at this moment. Anyways, now it is Durva. She, um, let's see, she's going to uh, knock an arrow and point it at you, Gruldriak. She's going to, uh, you see lightning coursing. Defiant statement. The... You can't do nothing against me. Do your worst. Dude. <laughs> I'm a cleric, you can't hit me. I'm invincible. My shield, my face is my shield. My faith is my shield. This is the shot of like a wag doll being thrown against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it is approximately projection. Yeah. Ragdoll Gujiak. <laughs> ragdoll Gujiak. I just, I just. Ragdoll out of existence. Gujiak. Um. Guys. Um. Let's see. Okay, guys, pay attention. She's making an attack against you. Okay. Too bad. <laughs> All right. Um, she's firing her arrow at you that has like a lightning coursing up it, and that is a thirty to hit. Jokes on you, my AC is thirty-two. <laughs> Holy cow! Does it does it seem that the like the bow is magical, like the arrow is magical? The or spell. It's okay. Oh, she's using a spell. Yes. Okay. So you take uh, ten points of piercing damage plus. Um, 21 points of lightning damage as this like hits you in the shoulder and, <laughs> and lightning shoots out. You said 21, right? Yeah, 21 lightning. 21! You get five. It's like your handbook. Oh. Jeez. Um, Speed. So yeah, and then she will make one more. So this like lightning hits you and it convulses through your body. Tex, you see lightning cords like shoot out of him, and if you've been standing closer to him, they probably would hit you too. Okay. Um, and then she'll just make one more non-magical bow attack against you, which is a 24. Sure. Um, you take another seven points of piercing damage. Um, and that is... I've taken a grievous wound! What? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> okay. So now it is boobity boop, boobity boop. Um, it's boobity boop's turn. It's boobity boop's turn. Text. All right. Um, so I'm. Tell me that, robot. Just come away. I should mention. Before. I should mention um, the hawk that Durva had on her, um, on her like wrist on mm. the glove mm. has uh, taken flight and it is kind of circling around the room. Okay. Just so you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, you That's have, my name. You have getting. Um, Segor backup, right? Like you have that handle? I think so. Like you have a way to reverse that? <laughs> Does greater restoration work? I mean, I mean, I can dispel magic, but if I can freedom of movement him, just be all good, little goody two shoes, that's all good. Freedom of movement. Um, freedom of movement doesn't necessarily clear paralyzed. It's just. Um, oh, he's paralyzed. Oh, yeah, he's paralyzed. Oh, yeah, oh, I mean, just lesser restoration. You're fine. Okay, so you got that handle. Yeah. Alright. Just gonna stroll up to him after being shocked by what? 200, 2,000 milliamp? 200 volts of electricity. 200 volts. Do you have to touch me for that? That's not. Yeah, and I'm just gonna poke you. You're gonna be back alive. So you attack me. What are you doing? Yeah. So I went up to Derv. Well, no, actually, I went up to Derv, which is this one. Yeah, yep. She's Derv. Yeah, do that. If it's right. 25, you can get to me. Um, oh, I can so actually read it. Did I just have like a normal bow? Yes. Alright. Um, hmm. Let's get creative. Since I'm technically raised, you actually, yeah. get advantage. Oh, yeah, I have to touch you. Alright. Um, Consider to be touched. Right, can I? <laughs> Don't take that out of context. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm already dead. Uh, <laughs> with my sword, I'm gonna like beat it between the string and the. Uh, the like the bow of the bow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to Have you set it on fire? Uh, you should do that. I does that take a bonus action? Just wait for both. You should do it yeah, no, while it's <laughs> no. You should do it while it's in the bow. You should set it on fire. Yeah. Then, um, like. But yeah, it's basically uh, yeah, bonus action. I'm gonna light it up. I'm gonna go towards her. Um, and then I'm going to either break the bow or cut the string. And she has advantage. And she's within um, 10 feet of me, even though I'm paralyzed. I thought it was 5 feet. Maybe 5. I'm pretty sure it's 5 feet. 
I and I think it only works if you're not incapacitated. Quick question. Can I call it? Uh, I'm gonna wait my turn. You'll be, your turn is... Uh, so would that be a disarm action? Um, yeah, I'm gonna say, if you're gonna attack like that, make it with disadvantage, um, and probably you show... You within five feet, so if yeah. you move... Well, also, does it say whether, if not, if you're... It doesn't say anything about that. Okay. It's so just like as long raging. Yeah, it works. Okay. Um... um. <laughs> <laughs> he moved. He's there. He's all good. You know what? Okay, I've sure. Enough, I have enough movement to make that. I guess then now do it normally. I, I'm just saying it would be hard because you're kind of so like grap- Okay, so I would uh, say grapple her first. You succeed to grapple. Next turn, you can use your action without like disadvantage or anything to try and cut the bow. Okay, so here's the thing. All I would need to do is attack the bow instead of her. I know, but I'm trying to make this more balanced. You could obviously do this in real life. There are a lot of exploits you could use in real life. I'm just trying to say grapple her first. If you maintain the grapple. Up until your next bro, turn. Bro, bro, the rule of cool. Come on. <laughs> I, I, mean, I could just say no. There's nothing in the rules that says you can do that. So no, you can't do that. I'm. This is still perfectly possible. You have a high right. strength. She does not. Okay. So, so grapple her. To grapple her. Grapple her. Then, then on your, your next, next turn, turn you okay. can if you're still grappling her, you can make a regular attack against her. If it hits, you can cut the bow string. Okay. So Sego uh, is going to be up before uh, my next turn rolls around. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you can still keep yeah. big, big boy occupied. Yeah. So then I should be able to keep this. Alright, yeah. um, I'll be keeping whoever right, yeah, I'll grab her, I guess. Okay, go ahead. And she will try to... And I have advantage? Since I'm next to... No, that's only on attack rolls. Oh, okay. Well, yep, she manages to slip out of your grasp as you try to grab yeah, her. Yeah, I got a 9, so... Where's your luck? I don't have one. Yeah. <laughs> it <Okay>. doesn't exist. <laughs> um, now it is now it is the hawk. Rest um, in peace, Spencer's luck. Being near uh, Durba, the hawk is going to uh, fly down and attack you, uh, Tex. Oh no, hawk. With a, with a ten. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not that hard to fend off. You're just like, nah, nah, no. Alright, now your turn, little Jack. Tex doesn't even move, he just bounces off. Okay, before anything, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to call upon that god and see if he can just disintegrate these two. It's just divine intervention? Literally. Okay, that's your action then. No. It's free, there's nothing saying that it's an action. I mean, it I mean, makes sense. At, at most, it'd be like, well, like at most, it's like a bonus action. What? Since you're just talking for it, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm literally just talking for it. Okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, it seems kind of cool. It seems very powerful to make divine intervention. Okay, but the chances are that. Okay, actually, the, yeah. The, the, the chances are like super small. Watch you roll like a 12 or something. Yeah, no. Okay. It never I'll say works. Five, well, it works I'll once. Say I'll say it's a free action. Alright. Yeah. Um, so Great. You call upon your god and he does not care. He he, he never cared. <laughs> yeah. Just like a. <laughs> He's still out for milk. He's never satisfied. Alright, I'm gonna, I'm going to lesser restoration, my big You'll boy. be next up, uh, Victor. You're now right. unparalyzed. I'm ready. Yeah. Alright, you awaken. 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 I, I I poke him on the forehead and I say, make Cthulhu be with you, and suddenly you're now not <laughs> paralyzed. You are no longer paralyzed. The bird like hurts a lot though. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Yeah, I know. Like, every time I cast a spell and you're like, ah! But at That's least okay. you're not doesn't feel paralyzed. Anything. Okay. Anyway, I'm going to cast from the neck down. I'm going to cast. 
I don't think you really need healing other than me. No, yeah. Uh, I haven't taken any damage. Yeah, neither have I. Neither have I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me! Cool. Awesome. Yeah. That's good stuff. Uh, I'm going to cast Inflict Wounds on myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I haven't taken Wounds on myself. <laughs> this is... Uh, I'm gonna cast this healing word. Disrespect! You stab yourself in the middle. You're taking the damage. So cool. Yeah, I'm gonna cast healing word on myself at third level because y'all weak. Yeah, <laughs> y'all weak. Okay, that damage was quite revolting. All right. Uh, now it is Victor. Victor. All right. You got this. I still can't believe you just one shot at sticks that easily. Literally hit 80 hit points, and you took all of them. Well, it was, it, it was, uh... 80 hit points! That's, like, a good amount of hit points! You should yeah. roll straight forward. That's, that's oh, more than I have. I rolled a one. That's more than yeah. I have. Yeah! And you just... Yeah. Um... Alright, well, all right. go ahead and make your turn. I think I'm gonna do... I think Save I'm gonna do... Next. I'm gonna one cast... One-on-one Dalmatians. I'm just gonna cast... Oh, yeah. I'm just, I'm just gonna cast Blight. You know, I haven't casted that one in a really long time. Okay. Give, give slow. On whom? Uh, no. On everyone. Blight is everyone. I'm gonna. No, blight only hits one person. Really? Oh. Yeah. You you might be thinking of vitrolic spear. Slow. <laughs> I'm great. gonna hit the the. Big man. Thork. Bjork. <laughs> you could. Yeah. I'll, actually, you know what? Bjork, no, Bjork. screw it. I'm just gonna lightning bolt through them both. Because okay. since I'm standing in line, I'm just gonna yeah. lightning bolt soon. Alright, deck saves Ciao. Both of them. Uh, I'm gonna cast it at Let fourth level. Me. Or at fifth level, actually. I'm gonna cast it at fifth level. Watch him murder these two again. <laughs> just insta-kill. Just teleporting. Oh, hang on, I need to roll. Um, okay, I'm gonna make deck saves for the two of them. Gold will be. Teleporting. Oh. Side effects may be weak stomach death. <laughs> Compassion to where you are. Morgan's being placed on the outside of your body. Jeremy gets a 24. Replace genetics with whom you're. Jordan gets 24. Thork is going to re roll his save. He's got a 10, anyways. He rolled a 6. I need more. Death. More D6. Don't have enough D6. Okay, wait. So we take all of these D6, right? Okay. We have 10, we have so 20, okay. we have 24, and then there's two more die. Ah, that's not poggers, but that one is poggers. That's good. Um, so what's that? 31. 31. 31. 31. 31. And then half to 15 for Durva. Right. All right, so you shoot out this lightning bolt, and yeah, you... you and it fires out and goes through both of them. Um, on this side of the room, actually, kind of funny, there was a painting of the Archimedes, the chief you were talking to, and the lightning bolt hits it and destroys it. Good. I didn't even plan for that, but cool. Spectacular. Um, right. Just as we wanted. Sigor! I stab him. Yes! <laughs> I hit. Okay. I stab him. I don't make the same roll. mistake as before. Just um, stab. Okay, yeah. So you, uh... Um, that's a 30. Yes. <laughs> Good job. Next attack, say a 25. Both it. Good job. Roll <laughs> There comes a point to where missing is very hard. 
Uh, he does have a plus 15 to hit now. It's almost impossible. Literally, his armor class is almost as high as your bonus to hit. Is there any chance for me to, like, find another... Uh, 40 damage. Belt? Like, huh? in the wild? Wild strength belt? Wild, wild strength belt. Ooh. All right, yeah. So, so start walking twice, in twice you grass. <laughs> you slash twice, and these big gashes open up on his body. He's a tough guy. He's taking these hits a lot. He, seem, he doesn't seem to be slowing down by him, but he's bleeding. Like, there's, um... He do be bleeding. He do be bleeding. Okay, now it is his turn. Um, Sagor, he's going to make three attacks against you with this big axe sort of attachment cannon that's on his hand. He's, he's holding the cannon in one hand. He, um, with his left hand, he's going to attack three times against you. Firing the cannon might be, like, maybe not a great idea, like, point blank. All right, good. that's two 28s and a 22. Yep, they all hit. That was a lot of damage. Or a lot of good rolls. What's your AC? 18. Yeah. I need to get not even shielded. Not that high. Well, I'm sorry. Not even Faith could have shield, shielded you. Okay. I need to get more decks. Um, I need to Both calculate. 15, I will. I need to be able to cast shield to Faith okay. 100 times. You take a total <laughs> of 43, have to 21 points of slashing damage. <laughs> As he, yeah, just uh, uh, cuts at you three times, and then he got me under two hundred. <laughs> oh no! Oh, a dollar! Oh man, I need to heal you. You're so low. Wait, okay, so how much? What is your max? Two oh four. Okay. <laughs> okay, and then um, because he's high enough level fighter, he will teleport. You see him just teleport right here and take his action surge. He will heft the cannon in his hands and say hello to the Doom Cannon! And he pulls the trigger and he will fire at both Gruuljack and Tex. And then he breaks his arms because that's physically impossible to do. Did carry. he just collapse you guys with a nat 20? Yes. <laughs> Nothing personnel, kid. Nothing personnel, kid. Okay, and because of this cannon's design, it will hit both of you, both Tex and Gruuljack. Shrexy. And you take a it's total of. This is opposite of Shrexy. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. 68 points of bludgeoning Holy damage. Holy Jesus. As this cannon, you, yeah, he, he clicks it, and you hear this boom, like a nuke just went off. And you see him, like the force just like <clears throat> knocks his back up against the wall. The cannon fires out Does this projectile. him? Just smashed his hand. Yeah, it, yeah. It did not hurt him, at least. No, he it, didn't it, take damage. It, but if that hit me, I would have six health left. I'm yeah, wizard. and it, yeah, yeah. it, yeah. Gouldrack, this thing, it hits you in the shoulder and like, boom, like knocks off your armor and shears out a chunk of your shoulder. Tex, it hits you right in like the back of the leg. Ow. Yeah, and I'm, I mean, I'm not even wearing armor. And I need both of you to make a strength saving throw. I would do that. I can't do that. <laughs> oh, do you get a plus three? You that doesn't help. Alright. Oh, 17. You got 17? Alright, that was weird. That was weird. Plus 10. Plus 10. Uh, like, 16, since I don't have advantage on. Yeah. Okay, so Gruuljack, you stay up. Tex, with the force of this thing, you are not prone. Wait, what did you get? You got a 17. Oh, okay, I was wondering. Yeah, um, Gruuljack, you, you oh, managed to steal your I'm surprised you, I made that. <laughs> yeah, both of you, your I ears, everyone, your ears oh, are wait, ringing. I, I forgot to add my bonus, which is plus 30. 
Okay, then yes, you would not be knocked prone. But both of you, yeah, you you stabilize yourselves, and ugh, there's a massive hole where the fireplace was, um, just smashed through the concrete, and uh, you both are absolutely rushed to the core by that. Um, so, uh, well, yeah. that's obviously what Archimedes meant when he said, "Don't break the room too much." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny how he used like most of his. High level ability for you guys to do flying. Poor shame, poor shame. <laughs> it's okay. I I attended okay, this. Well, yeah, okay, so how much damage was it? I did. Sixty-six. Uh, CXT6. Sixty-six. Execute order. Sixty-six. All right. Do it. Uh, and now, let's see. Um, Durva is going to run over here. Uh, you do get an attack of opportunity if you'd like to. Why are you even asking? <laughs> what are you talking With about? With advantage! With advantage! Um, yes, true. Wait, did he move through this square? Um, she went basically. She was here? She went basically. I, yeah, here. so she le left combat with me. Yeah. Essentially. Okay. So. Alright, so I'm going to take a slash with my. Uh, uh, sword? With my fire sword. Yep. And uh, in the meantime, um, so go ahead and make that roll. She's going to target you. Good thing you have advantage. So not one. That's a yeah. good point. <laughs> All right. Spencer rolled a one and a two. Okay, where's the... Okay. At least it's not in that one. Twelve? No, it doesn't. All right. All right, now she is going to target you. She see once again, the lightning that is coursing through the arrow. Um, she's going to... Maybe she's targeting. Huh? You. I should have started okay. with Um She's going to take her sharpshooter yeah, thing, so she's going to take a minus five to hit for a plus ten damage. If it hits, and that is a seventeen. That wouldn't hit if I have an armor. Oh yeah! You're right, you don't have your armor. I forgot. So I'm yeah, that hits you. I you I wanted, see. I, I want it to be swapped. You know, I, I want it to be dressed for the occasion. You didn't put on the armor. I. <laughs> Okay, you should have took the bow tie. Imagine. Imagine needing armor. Imagine. God. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I need both uh, Shagor and Bluejack to make dexterity saving throws, please. Oh, good. I have advantage with those things. Woohoo! Net 20! Of course. You don't need a thing. Of course! Can you give me the advantage? Or I got give two. Eight. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> give Shagor the advantage. Okay, let's see if we roll another net 20. We rolled a 19. Did I have that? <laughs> Jesus, man. Can okay. I have that? No. So, that's uh, all right. I'm going to die, but I'm going to die for father. So, Tex, you take... Um, Tex, you take 20 points of piercing damage plus 24 points of lightning damage. That's 44. As it's just like... Right. courses through your body, and um, lightning shoots out um, to both Sagor and Gruljack. Gruljack, you failed. Sagor, you succeeded. Yep. So, Gruuljack, you take. I hit a super succeed. Gruuljack, uh, you take 11 points of lightning damage. Or a five. Ooh, five. So, um, and that go. is. Yeah. Oh, she'll fire one more arrow at. Actually, she'll throw a dagger at Victor. Cool. Oh, great. Now we all need healing. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, Wonderful, because I really need healing. 25. <laughs> and I'm not going to heal myself <laughs> unless y'all need healing. <laughs> I can't grab my D4. Right. Yeah? Seven. Seven points of piercing to you, Victor. All right. Okay, I have 24. <laughs> hey, now if you hit me with that attack, I die. Woo! Yeah. Well, he, he also rolled that 20. Right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
Um, so I'm looking bad. Down bad. Um, well, I'm bad, bad, bad. <laughs> okay, now the question well, is... Bad, uh, 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 can, can I, I be? be? <laughs> Alright, yeah, wait a second. Okay, so... Could we survive one more round if I cast Beacon of Hope? If not, then I won't do that. I'm just gonna see how well we can cast um, exist with mass cure wounds. Yeah, if they don't attack me, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, if they don't attack me, then I'm fine. If they do attack me, I am going down. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm chilling. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, okay, um, okay, so here's what I can do. I won't be able to attack, won't be able to attack, uh, but I can do land hands myself. Who's toying into? What mine? Do you like twenty? Mine twenty. What's your max HP? Uh, max is one twenty-seven. One twenty-seven. We're gonna go look. Uh, give me book, please. Ah, oh, I have a Thanks book for you. Thank you. I need book. Uh, what collaborate? We're 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 we are collaborating because I, I have the ability. You, don't have time. you gotta hurry. Whoa! Just give us like one second. One. I, yeah, five times my cleric level, I'm five times thirteen. I can use my channel divinity pure preserve life as an action to restore you to half your hit points. Okay, great. You can do that on your turn then. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to attack. Uh, Don't worry, I will heal y'all. I will do Durma. my best of my right, move towards her. Yep, yep. Alright, uh, two attacks with Pig Sword. You want fire? Uh, I, it has fire. Hey, you not know, well, oh no, it was no. 19. Uh, yeah, so, 22 and 29. That was it. Alright. Finish her. Finish her. Alright. Uh... Okay, uh, so that's gonna be, uh, 9 plus... I cast Ghoul Dragon gonna be up next. So, here what you gonna do. Okay, so that's 14 damage from the first hit. Okay. And then how much does the bat? 2d6 fire. 2d6? Alright, and then I'll as well. Uh, and then plus 4 more, 5. Okay, and then the second hit. Uh, you already oh, yeah, so they both hit. Yeah. Uh, Another 2d6 slashing plus 2d6 fire. Okay, so uh, 15 more basic. Yep. And then uh, 8 more fire. Okay. Um, And then I'm going to smite her. Okay, go it's ahead and get smoked. Alright, let's see. I'm going to use. Uh, I'll, I'll use a second oh. level spell slot. Uh, so then it's 3d8? Yes. Yes? Okay. Mm-hmm. I need another d8. Give me d8. Yeah, grab d8. Okay, there we go. Uh, see right. Uh, Alright, so yeah, text with the flaming sword just and the second hit it 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 blazes not only in red but also like yellow, white, hot flame and just strikes twice. That definitely that hurt Durbo a lot. She's looking rough. Um go check you Great, I'm gonna cast mass cure wounds at seventh level and then mass healing word at fifth. It's a lot okay. of mass. It is, it is a it's lot, a lot of mass. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. All right. Um, roll all that healing. Victor, you're up. Um, tell me what your healing is. Um, um, I'm going to cast Five. Misty Step over here just so that you're not in my way. Um, 
And then I'm gonna disintegrate. Uh, on Thork? Yeah. Alright, yeah, deck save. Did you get yeah. He's gonna reroll that save. <laughs> Indomitable. And he's st- Poggers! Alright, let's kill him. He got a one to six. His, his Indomitable is not helping him at all. <laughs> Alright, go ahead and roll that bitch. Uh, it's 10d6, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, sure, I'll just roll, so that's 10 yeah. damage, oh, here, I'll roll 6 for you, 20, add um, 30 10 damage, whatever you get, 40 damage, 80 damage, he's dead, I didn't want to kill him, he disintegrates, <laughs> there's, there's no saving him, nope, I was wrong, he has 4 hit points left, cool, so yeah, you, you kind of disintegrate on him, and again, he looks over just in time to see this green bolt, and Tex, you see the fear in his eyes as it just, ah, his body starts, his arm, his right arm literally drops off from it, just like the muscle and bone disintegrates to the point where his right arm drops off, and he, ah, uh, uh, he drops down to one knee, um, Okay, so, as much as I love that, he is sort of my... Uh, now it is his turn. Wait, what happened to Sagor? Oh, right, sorry, I forgot. Your turn, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go run into that lady with the bow. Okay. Alright, everyone... I'm gonna draw ah! my Alright, everyone heal 52 HP. A bonus, or how much HP? 52. Hey, max. Is you that you charge attack like a bonus, or an action Uh, bonus action, so long as oh. you move up to 20 feet. 20 feet? Yeah, which I believe you just moved, which is oh. 5, 10, 15, 20. You know what, sure. This is really, this is, what? you're going to win this fight anyways, so. Perfect, so I do that charge attack. That's a uh, 27 to hit. <laughs> is it a D4 or a? It's a D6. D6, I'm going to make D6. Nice. Nice. Um, oh, what? That's 15 damage. Okay, okay. Sure. yeah, oh. you just, um. Yeah, I attack yeah, it you, you run towards Durva and like you use the horn on the side to like stick it in her shoulder and like less from like sticking it in her shoulder and more just like slamming her up against the wall with the with the momentum. Okay, can I attack her twice with the axe now? Yes. One's in that twenty, <laughs> and the other one's a uh, twenty-six. Yeah, I mean she's that net twenty. Eighteen. Six. She's dead. She's, she's already dead, dude. <laughs> Damn, like, I, gotta, I gotta add it all. gotta get the numbers. No, I gotta get all the numbers, you know. We gotta know how much damage you really did. Um, make a strength saving throw. Oh. <laughs> Ten. Perfect. That is 72 damage. She's dead! <laughs> like, like, the first attack, you slash, and then the uh, second... Uh, 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 the I was just actually, how do you kill her? I want a baseball bat, so I hit her, I put her in the wall, and I hit her with the, like a baseball bat swing, and I wanted her to go through the wall. Yeah, you're standing near windows. So yeah, you just hook, and then just boom, blast her through the window. How far did she fall? How far did she fall? Uh, you look out, about 20 feet below is the it street. It looks like a murder. <laughs> it does. <laughs> well, no, it doesn't look like anything. It looks like a mutilated person. Looks like Jack the Ripper was here. Yeah. 
Oh, that means I could use my other bonus action. Oh, he's already dead. Never mind. What do you mean your other bonus action? You have two bonus actions. My other attack to go hit him. Whatever. I'll let him be. Thank you. All right. Um, yeah, it's. It's he just, just collapsed. <laughs> he's fall backwards. It's like, the head just like... You have to turn here. So now he has to make a wisdom saving throw. It is Stork's turn now, and um, he is on one knee. He's missing his arm. Most of the right side of his body is you know, disintegrated away. You see muscle and bone underneath. And he's kind of, he's just like... I am not gonna let... Myself get beaten by you. Not after what you did. Not after all this. I've. He casts out this trick. I have. <laughs> he explodes. <laughs> he, he. He. He just like he can't do anything for his turn. He is so exhausted. He has four hit points left. Um, he's just like barely standing on but his knees. Before we have to kill This is a massive guy, and like you would assume he is really tough, really strong, and you laid him low without much effort. But before before we have to kill he's you, uh, it is his turn. I, I he's doing nothing for his turn. Yeah, I want to talk to him. It I is actually Texas' turn now. I, I I need to ask a question that's been burning in me ever since I met this we guy. Can, we can end combat if you want. Like, okay, he's basically good. I out. still want to talk to him. No, I, I need, well, I we'll need let you him finish. to answer my rage yeah, question. Combat has basically ended. Everyone else is dead except for him, and he's basically given up. All right. I'm gonna walk up to him. I want his cannon, but I'm gonna stay five feet away from him. I don't, I, I, I don't trust him. All right. Yeah, he's just. And I'm gonna ask him, where was your professionalism at the campsite? I was still asleep. What? <laughs> professionalism. You're a trained assassin. Shouldn't just go up killing people. I don't know to answer you anymore. Well, you've never answered me, uh, so... We should take him as you Alright. No, we're not slave traders like he. He looks up. We're better than him. He kind of looks up. We're civilized. I, yeah. I assume Tex approaches. He looks up yeah. at you. Tex walks up. Tex up. He, he, like, he with, with blood, he just spits at your feet and says, Do whatever you want to me. You're not gonna have a satisfaction. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fear in my eyes. Can I intimidate him? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, let let Spencer have his character moment, okay? All right. No character moment for you. All right. <laughs> All right. I pull out the poison dagger. Uh-huh. And I'll look him in the eyes. And I go. I'm sorry. I left you in the time that was tragic for everyone. I was selfish. I was... I, I, I was a coward. Leaving you, leaving Durva, <laughs> leaving Zali, leaving you by yourself was... A great mistake on my And I just want to set He, um, he looks angry and he, like, weakly tries to swing at you with his axe before he just, like, falls down on the ground and. Go to hell. I take my long sword and chop his head off. <laughs> wow, you just steal his moment. I cast the shot on him. 
He has no will to deny. He dies. Okay, he just, <laughs> he dies. I don't want to cut his head off. I, I, I wanted them to, I want to torture him for a minute. Actually, I would say he just like, from exhaustion, he just like, he says, he says that, yeah, he just, he just died. You can still cut off I'm his head. I'm still going to cut off his head. You can cut off his head, that's fine. You cut off his I, head. I, I, I cast Resurrect. It takes a couple, it takes a couple of, it takes a couple of. Don't take his head. Okay, I only take it takes a couple of hits to do it, but Before you do that, could you not? No, no, like, he I, just died. I'm gonna cast Revivify. He ain't dying yet. He's not allowed to die. You, Kudrak, <laughs> let the man rest. For the for the well-being of the party, so you actually you might have to actually revive someone who you care about. I'm gonna say I'm I'm just gonna veto that. Okay. All right. All right. Good veto. You already did that once with an assassin who was even less useful. He killed himself with a cyanide pill. He probably had information. But he was even less useful than Thork. <laughs> and you just wasted 300 gold pieces of diamonds on him. Worth. No, right. no. Anyways. Um, so yeah, the room has been pretty much I'm insane. demolished. The room has yeah. been pretty much demolished. What do you um, mean? There's only a hole in the wall, another hole where the fireplace was, a painting the windows broken with a dead body. Mush. Yeah, this room is pretty much ruined. <laughs> um, and you guys all kind of stand here. Um, physically, you're not like really harmed, but mentally, you're kind of just like, oh, something. Especially Victor and Tex, both. You kind of feel Tex feels sort of a weird sense of relief. Victor, you definitely it wasn't feel enough. conflicted. It wasn't enough. So you can discuss if you'd like. Um, his cannon is still sitting on the ground. I know this uh, oh, I want cannon! You want the cannon? I want the cannon. How could I let him get away? Yeah, what's with you and AA, Ron? We just go far back. Okay, it's a long story. We have time. Well, um... I, could you guys talk maybe like in the, you know, the hall or something at the moment? Oh yeah. Gosh. Okay, you guys go ahead and do that. You grab the cannon. Yes. Um, before you guys say anything else, I'm just going to say, this is the Doom Cannon. The Doom! Yes, it takes an action to load, and an action to fire. It has a range of 120 over 600 feet. 150 over 600 feet. Um, if you're, you, it requires a strength of 18 to use. I double back. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. It requires a strength of 18 to use. Um, yeah, uh, action to load it, and, um... Dude, Thor, I like, one hand that thing. Thork, <laughs> Thork has, um, like, uh, you, you, you see Thork on, like, the back of his belt. He has five sort of black balls, um, you assume would be something similar. So you have five shots of it. Um, upon, you use strength to fire it. Upon hitting, it deals 6d10 bludgeoning damage, and the target must succeed on a dc17 strength save or be knocked prone. So, that is the Doom Cannon. And it does collapse, it hits everyone Yes, it, it hits everyone within its range, yes. Within a short range. Cool. So, yeah. Sick. But, um, the three of you leave. No, uh, I carry a giant cannon on my back. Sick. Yeah. Yo, bro, good job. Uh, so, so you hide it in your top hat. And a giant cannon. cannon. Yeah. <laughs> and a Tex. Tex, you, um... And a top hat with a... You may have a... Topi. Toupee. Yeah, you're shirtless wearing a top hat this whole fight. You guys, give, give Tex, give Spencer a minute. Yeah, I mean, Tex probably doesn't say anything. Um, she just 
She kneels down uh, in front of Thor, just sort of rests her head against it, like her forehead against his. Um, and it's sort of just a solemn moment for a few minutes. Um, and eventually, uh, she, you know, gathers herself. Um, she walks out, walks past them, out the front, and around the street towards. A bunch of people are gathered around Jura's body, and there's a bunch, this huge crowd just talking, looking up at the the room you see now. Um, it is pouring rain, um, and you see, as I described to Sacred before, the library. Yeah. You're in a library the whole time. The room you came from was about in the top right. Um, and yeah. And yeah, I just, you know, <clears throat> this is a, a friend of mine. If you could clear, please. Yeah, uh, some of them, they, they, they cleared away. Alright, and uh, yeah, Tex walks up. Um, you know, luckily, sort of, her blindness for once saving her from saying something she'd rather not. Um, you still give you know, I mean, intuition, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, she, you know, like, again, sort of just solemnly stands by, um, before I imagine she heads out into the town by herself to find some burial, uh, like cemetery or something like that. Okay. Um, yeah, you do that. What about the three of you? I go and loot the room and find out where the mates went with all the money. Um, you do not know. <laughs> they, they just went out of the room, you don't know exactly where. Um, I sniff them down. I gotta talk else. to the coppers down below about this crime scene. There's, there's nothing else in the room necessarily to loot. Um, it's just a nice looking room. I mean, you can take some of the, the goblets, I guess. They might be worth something, but really it's just um, everything in the room is kind of just static. You just Skyrim loot this whole place? Sky- take yeah, all the he takes like half an hour to just okay. comb it. But he does have the strength to probably do that. Yeah. The, the, I mean, you, you look through it, but there's nothing like of real value that you find. So... Sego could hold just like 15 cast iron pots. Yeah, no, his can capacity is like 3,000. What's your connection with A.A. Ron? Um, I don't know. Um, Monster. A long time ago, I was not called Victor. I went by another name, but I'd rather not use that name because it brings memories of worse times. I lived in a small elven village, um, decently far out from civilization. Uh, it was a very beautiful place, very nature central. Um, and one day, um, Archimedes came. He burned down the village. He slaughtered tons of innocent people, um, including my parents which he forced me to watch. Um, then, after that, he took me against my will, um, realizing that I had some ability in magic. Um, he took me to a place where I could uh, train my magical abilities, which is somewhere we have already visited, um, the archives. And um, I uh, eventually escaped, which technically makes me a fugitive, I guess. Um, that's why I've changed my name. I've taken up a new identity, a new identity, and 
I'm just trying to lead a new life disconnected from that. Don't worry. You're with us. You're, you're going to be safe. We're gonna get that son of a female dog. No worries. I think we can say bitch. <laughs> We're bad and we can do that. <laughs> Look, I have morals, you know. I'm a father for goodness sake. I don't want to be like a pope, cursing all over the place. Sure. <laughs> right. All right. Let's, yeah. Yes. Don't worry. All right. Just one. cool beats. There you go. <laughs> all right. Uh, as you have this discussion, um, you all kind of just take in the moment. Um, and uh, Grilljack, you get a, a call from Abnon. Ah, Alderaan. Hey, what's up? Hey, um, I have a lot of things to tell you. A lot of things have happened since you left. Uh, I need you to come back as soon as possible. What? Do we send Laurent to have rocks? Uh, no, that's actually a lot of good things. Uh, and a few, um, maybe harsh things, but we will talk. There are a lot of things I have to say. And just come back, please. We'll be right over. And that's where we end. Yep, that's <laughs> as you hang up, that is where we will end the session. So thank you all so much for listening to this episode. And we will see you next time um, on Travelers Tales. We know what we're doing.